and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this episode, I'm joined by Suckler Farm Manager for the Lions Domain Farm, Sean Roddy. Sean will be featuring as part of the Chagas Virtual Beef Week on Thursday the 9th of July to discuss grassland management on his farm. But first, I asked Sean, how did he get involved in farming? So I, I grew up on... Uh, on a farm. Um, I'm originally from County Loud, a little place called Belargan, just outside Dundalk. Um, and my dad and my uncle would have had a beef farm and later on then a suckler, uh, a suckler farm. So, um, yeah, always out on the farm every, every chance I got. And when the time came to decide what I was going to do after I, uh, after my leaving started, I decided to go on and do a degree in agriculture. And from the degree in agriculture, it opened a lot of opportunities for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, like I did my degree up in Queens in Belfast with, uh, in conjunction with Greenland Agricultural College. And part of that course was uh, a year's work experience. And I got a chance to go to New Zealand with that and see a different way of farming and experience an awful lot. So, um, yeah, it opens up massive doors. and. I think an agricultural qualification is it's probably one of the best qualifications you can get if you actually want to go and do a bit of travel because everyone farms all over the world. And that led you to taking the job as manager of the Lines Domain Farm? Yeah, indeed, yeah. So um, I, after spending two stints in New Zealand, um, either side of uh, several years in the UK, I, I got... Uh, I took on the job about three years ago there to set up the farm here at Lions Domain. So um, the farm itself is 587 acres of farmland and we have about 180 acres of that dedicated to the Suckler Beef Enterprise, um, which I'm solely responsible for. Can you tell me about the farm system you're running yeah, so we run, uh, it's, it's, it's an all spring cabin suckler herd um, and we bring all progeny through to beef. Um, the breed of cattle we're running is uh, stabilizers, stabilizer cross cows. Um, we start calving around, target calving dates around the 1st of March um, and trying to calve in as tight a block as possible. So this year our calving uh, window was eight weeks um, and hopefully we can try and even get it tighter than that but we're pretty pleased with that um, all stock are then finished as steers and heifers off grass on their second summer so trying to take cat- get cattle finished off grass um, at 18 to 22 months of age targeting 600 to 650 kilos um, so it should give us a uh, 300 to 320 kilo carcass at uh, R3. Obviously grass is something that you've put a lot of work into. What are the key things that you're focusing on when it comes to grass? Where do you start with what's the key things you focus on with grass? Uh, I suppose everything it starts from the ground up I suppose so um, getting soil fertility correct has been the first step um, so there's been a lot of lime spread so far on the farm. Um, so we did a soil test when it first arrived and we did a soil test to, uh, last year as well. So two years after our first one. 
um, and we've we've probably spread about 280 to 300 ton of lime across the entire estate to date, um, and then it's looking at building up peas and k's, um, improving our swords, um, have all been a basic part of it as well. Um, and then following on from that, we've done investments into the infrastructure so that we can actually utilize the grass we grow because there's no point in doing all the work in a soil fertility perspective if you can't utilize the grass. Um, so we've put in, we've moved water troughs um, that allow us to set up smaller divisions so we can keep all the animals moving. Um, they get a fresh break of grass every two days and it allows us to put a fence up behind them as well so that we can grow more grass as well. Um, so it's trying to graze it in two days and uh, grow it then in 20, 21 days. And what size paddocks are you operating? Um, so every, basically when on, on the farm when I first came, we had uh, 11 divisions. Um, 11 fields um, and this has been broken down into about 17 paddocks and then those 17 paddocks can all be divided with temporary reels and standards into one hectare breaks and uh, a one hectare break roughly gives us enough grazing for 50 cows and 50 calves for two days or 100 followers uh, for two days um, so it means that we can alter our group size. Our group sizes suit the size of paddocks that we've got. Um, if there were any small, if the group sizes were any smaller, it'd take them too long to get through the grass. Um, or equally, if we made the paddock break sizes any bigger, we wouldn't get the utilisation. And you're participating in a grass tin grass group. What benefits have you got from being a member? Yeah, it, I've, I find it really good. It's a it's a very diverse group. There's some suckler men, there's finishers, um, and everyone's kind of at a different stage in their grass journey. So, like, I, as I'm originally a loud man and I've been overseas for a good few years, it's actually, I find it really helpful to just understand sort of the locality um, has been really beneficial from that um, point of view because there's a lot of experience there in the other farmers. And as well as that, then it's just a good way of me benchmarking my farm on where I should be in comparison to farms of a similar soil type and climate to my own. And are you seeing benefits to measuring grass on a weekly basis? Yeah, well, I, I'd always be a firm believer in if you, can, if you, can, if you don't measure, you can't manage. Um, so uh, like we've gone, this year has been a particularly trying year from a grass point of view. Um, last week was the first time this year that um, I've had a surplus of grass where we've actually had grass growth above demand. So um, if I wasn't measuring grass, I would have ran out of grass a long time ago and I'd be facing a much tougher problem. But as it was with walking the farm weekly, I'm able to hold my round length and actually just yesterday after all the, the rain and everything we got, I actually managed to take 10 acres of surplus silage out. So if I had it eaten all my grass, I'd probably still be feeding out silage. So instead of that now, I'm actually back to making silage again, which is a, a nice swing around and a very fast swing around. And I put that all down to being able to manage, measure grass.
regularly. You were awarded the most climate conscious farmer of the year award by the FPD Macron Affirma Young Farmer of the Year last December. How are you making your beef system more sustainable? Yeah, I suppose sustainability is a complicated topic because it's a different it means a different thing to different people at different points. But I suppose from my end, um one of my past careers I worked in carbon footprinting of farms in the UK and I suppose it's looking at just driving efficiency and I suppose uh if you look at carbon and sustainability, it's all about getting the most amount of output from the least amount of input. So here on the farm we're trying to grow as much grass from um as little fertilizer as possible. So we have clover in every sward. Um I've just trialed some multi species swords as well this year. Um and we're also including red clover in our silage ground. So we're trying to reduce the input on all our swords, but also as well as that, make sure that if we reduce our inputs, that we're not reducing our outputs and that we can actually push our outputs on. So um, by getting our graph performance right, and then combined with that, that we're running stabilizer cattle, which are a forage-based animal with a high feed efficiency, um, we're converting that high-quality grass and high-quality forages into meat in a very efficient manner. So that all ties in to being sustainable. So obviously grass is very important to your system. What are the key secrets that you have to the finishing period? Um, there's, there's, no, there's no key secret to, I suppose, good grassland management. It's, it's know the basics and, and keep executing them correctly. Um, so it's keeping animals well fed, keeping them on a high plane of nutrition is first and foremost. To do that, you need to have the grass at the right stages and to have make sure that you have plenty of us coming at the right time. So trying to graze cattle at the tree leaf uh, phase of grass and having as much clover in the uh, in the sward as well is hugely beneficial, I've found, to animal performance clover is really digestible it's high in protein it's fantastic for growing cattle and putting frame on um and yeah i said that's it like grass is a really high quality feed when it's at the right stage and fed at the right time so um yeah just managing grass keeping it fresh in front of them and keeping the animals well fed i'd say it's no it's no more complicated and no simpler than that that's great on Thursday the 9th of July, as part of the Chagas Virtual Beef Week, you're featuring on the evening panel discussion entitled How My Farm Grows More Grass. What can farmers expect to see on the night? Um, I suppose what are you going to see at the night is, you know, you're going to see the sort of system that I'm running. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot like every other farm. I know every, every farm is different and every farm has its own challenges. And you're going to see that, you know, we're just coming out of a drought at the time when the videos were taken. So grass quality isn't picture perfect, but it's as good a quality as we got. Um, and I think, yeah, you're just going to see a real farm where we're, you know, you'll see the investments in the infrastructure, water troughs, temporary fences. Um, and you see that, like, to set yourself up to manage grass efficiently and effectively, it, it doesn't need to be complicated. It tends to actually be a lot simpler than you might think. That's great, Sean. We're looking forward to hearing more about soil fertility, grazing infrastructure and grassland management on your farm on Thursday the 9th of July at 7pm. 
thanks for joining me on the show lovely thank you that's all for this week's episode and my thanks to Sean for joining me on the show Chugs will host a virtual beef week from Monday the 6th to Friday the 10th of July for further details keep an eye on the Chagas website Facebook and Twitter pages you can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss the show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening. <laughs>